Goedemiddag en welkom bij Social Media Know-How, the podcast featuring social media and know-how in equal measures. Now, when you book hotel rooms, flights and holidays, what sites do you use? I'm sure that you have used Booking.com at some point. And I recently spoke to Brendan Blank, who is the CIO of Booking.com, and we talked about um, what digital channels they use to recruit how they increase employee engagement through blogging and how they go about attracting tech people from all over the world to work in Amsterdam. But uh, before we listen to that, let's have a chat about fashion and beauty marketing. So, Federing, how are you? I'm great, thanks, Jorgen. How are you? Very good, thanks. What uh, have you got to report regarding fashion and beauty brands on social media? Um, well, we've recently released an ebook all to do with how fashion and beauty brands are using social media. We've, um, we've looked at ASOS, Rimmel, Burberry, Nike and Glamour magazine. So if you'd like to see what they're up to on social, take a look. Great. And uh, so you've compiled this uh, free ebook and it's uh, available to download from our website. So it's uh, you just go to linkhumans.com and uh, top right hand corner, uh, click on the resources tab and it's should appear there. That's right, and it's free to download, so what's stopping you? What are you waiting for? And out of these five brands, which uh, which one would you say is leading the way? I think Burberry are doing some really good things on social media. They've got lots of cool campaigns, especially to do with London Fashion Week and a lot of um, stuff on Twitter, so they're one to watch out for. Yeah, and I've seen uh, a lot of their content uh, on video and, uh, and on Instagram as well. I think they're really pioneers there. Yeah, definitely on Instagram because that's a great visual network for fashion brands. They're all doing really good stuff on there. So le- learn more about them and four other brands in this download. So linkhumans.com, click on resources and download it from there. Thank you, Sophie. Thanks. Okay, let's get booking. Okay, so I'm here with uh, Brendan Bank, who is the CIO of Booking.com. How are you today, Brendan? Very well, very well. How are you Thank enjoying you. the conference? It's a great conference. It's, uh, uh, meeting up lots of lots of new people, uh, connecting with uh, with uh, some old colleagues. So it's uh, very nice. Perfect. And uh, so I sat in your uh, presentation today, which was was about building a kick-ass company culture. It's really useful. Can you? Uh, Give us a background to what Booking.com is and also your role there. Yeah, Booking.com is an accommodation website, so uh, we bring uh, supply from uh, hotels, bed and breakfasts, uh, apartments, uh, holiday homes, together with customers uh, from all over the world. So uh, we uh, we are by far the largest uh, online accommodation website in the world. And uh, we're currently uh, roughly the number, depending on how you count, but we're the third largest e-commerce company in the world. And your own role? I am uh, CIO, um, so I'm responsible for all technology within Booking.com, including all the product facing technology. So we don't have a CTO, a CIO, and CTO are embodied into a single role. Currently, there's about uh, in technology, there's around uh, a thousand people, most of them based out of Amsterdam. Uh, where we build new products and services for our customers and our partners, I should say. And in terms of uh, employer branding, recruiting, talent and so on, what, what are some of the challenges that you're facing? Well, the biggest challenge we have is you know, we are in this war on talent with uh, Google, eBay, Apple, Facebook, uh, and uh, we're fishing in the same pool. Mm. So, uh, so getting talent into our company is... Uh, I spend around 20 to 30% of my job uh, working with recruitment, interviewing, 
setting uh, strategies and goals, making sure that we uh, we find that talent and we can bring that talent in. Okay, and so how did uh, Booking.com uh, use its culture to attract and relocate 79% of new hires from yeah, from around yes. the world back into to Amsterdam and the yeah. Netherlands? Well, it was a long journey, I have to say. So um, we started out, so we uh, trying to find people in Amsterdam. That didn't work. We then expanded to the Netherlands. That didn't work. Uh, basically, for every person in the Netherlands, there's about three jobs in technology. So oh, right. it's, it's, it's like it's like there's a huge undersupply. Yeah. So we went out and um, so we uh, we got CVs in through our website, and then we got these one CV in, and the guy looked really promising, and it was just great. So we uh, invited him to Amsterdam, and he and he uh, came into reception, and the guy didn't speak English. So, oh, no. so that's that's you know the, we we had to learn really the basics of how do you recruit from uh, from afar, and um, uh, and from from that moment on we we really kind of said okay this needs to be different, we really need a good process we need a better checking up front on uh, if you know if somebody can speak English because that's our corporate uh, corporate language, and uh, uh, and. Gradually, we broke into more areas and found more talent. Uh, uh, then we had a couple of Russian people, and uh, they love to work with us, so they were very active. We, we got a lot of referrals from them, and this is how it grows and grows. And then, uh, together with our uh, culture, it is very strong on diversity. Uh, our product needs to work everywhere, uh, so we, we say locally relevant, globally scalable. Mm-hmm. So that means that uh, that you know to be to to be that relevant, you also need to understand. Uh, what the uh, cultural differences when people book rooms because there are many differences if you look at Japan if you look at um, the United States if you look at Europe there are even by country there are different uh, booking patterns so for us to recruit uh, was almost a necessity because we needed that uh, that global footprint also in our employees to make sure that localization and our our, our website really feels local so tying back um, Diversity and, and, and the cultural uh, uh, frames we use, diversity gives us strength. Back to recruitment, and then you know it all it all came together. So and now we have about 70 nationalities well. in, uh, in in Amsterdam in IT. Uh, total uh, total over 100 in Amsterdam, if you also include the call centers and all the other uh, departments. And uh, someone asked an interesting question after your presentation today. They I think they were struggling to attract people to Helsinki in Finland. Yeah. Um, yeah, what, what, what's the attraction of Amsterdam and how have you turned Amsterdam as a location into a, a, an advantage? Exactly. Well, uh, there, there's a couple of uh, great, great advantages in general with Amsterdam. First of all, everybody speaks English. Um, if you really try to order bread in, um, uh, in Dutch as a foreigner, uh, at the bakery, they will start speaking to you in English. So uh, from very early, uh, early on, uh, thank you. Uh, so it's yeah, <laughs> exactly. So uh, so uh, the crowd is already very international. We have a lot of multinationals in Amsterdam. It's always been a very international city. Um, so the city caters for that. So that's 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 one part. Um, and the other part is that uh, there are not many very successful big uh, e-commerce companies, large e-commerce companies. In Europe, uh, if you look at uh, right. the, all, all the big ones, you know, Google, Amazon, eBay, uh, Apple, uh, 
Facebook all on the West Coast. Uh, so we're one of the few really, really large uh, e-commerce e companies in, in Europe. So I think both those two, the, the attraction of Amsterdam, which is, which is a, a very nice and pleasant city to, to live in, the quality of life is very high. It can compete with any city in the world in terms of, uh, in terms of quality of life. But these are key, key differentiators if you, uh, if you compare to other cities. And there are also some nice tax breaks, I think, if you hire exactly. non-Dutch citizens. Yeah. So uh, there's a what we call a 30% ruling. So uh, for a non-Dutch uh, non national uh, that is, uh, is uh, relocating from abroad, the first 10 years you get a tax break. So the, the maximum pay is about, uh, tax you, you pay is about 30%. So that's, that's a really, it's, it's really to help you settle and to, because we see that the, uh, as a nation, we see that the cost of relocation and the cost of living is slightly higher because you have to travel back and forth to your country, etc. Et so we, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a nice uh, incentive uh, from the government to help uh, foreign knowledge workers to come to, uh, to the Netherlands. Yeah. And uh, so you've got an employer brand, but uh, how does the consumer brand, Booking.com, how does that help or it, it, does it make you more difficult to attract, hire and retain? No, I think if you are an uh, e-commerce professional and you have, uh, uh, you have um, uh, experience in tech, then uh, we play in, a, in a quite a big, uh, big league and people know us generally and so what we see is that uh, around Right now, around 70% of people that uh, apply with us have just booked with us. That's uh, okay. interesting. So I think your brand just uh, helps. So we, we show uh, candidates, uh, potential candidates, what, what we're all about. And they're like, okay, this, this may be a nice company to work for. And they apply. So I think consumer brand really helps uh, there. Um, but we also differ. So to the market, to the employer market, we, uh, or employee market, we really brand ourselves as a tech company. Right. Uh, and to the consumers, it's much more consumer brand. So yeah. there's overlap, but it's not exactly the same. Because I think in the presentation you said something about, uh, well, it's basically a big marketing organization with, with you know, built on tech, yeah. but you don't own one hotel room. So it's very similar to Uber in a, in a way. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. They, they do logistics. Yeah, it's a, a really modern uh, modern economy uh, uh, company where where we bring supply and demand together like a, like a classic agent, you know, we, yeah. and we ask commission for it. Uh, but uh, to be that consolidator, uh, the, the hotel market is highly fragmented and, uh, and we are the consolidator that brings all that supply together for consumers, so for the demand to come, uh, to come together. So at the heart we are a marketing company for our accommodations and we do that with people and servers and that's it. Sure. And uh, what channels are, are most useful for you uh, in terms of recruiting and attracting and are there any regional variations? I don't have the exact data, but I, I'll, I, can, I can give you kind of the high level here. So, um, uh, recruitment from uh, through um, referrals has really picked up this year. We put a lot of emphasis on it. We improved the program a lot. We want to make sure, we, and we've, we've also feedback constantly to the people that refer candidates, and that helped a lot. So we, we got a lot more confidence from our employees that you know if they put a referral in, it's not this black hole that we yes, talked about. Yeah. And that helped a lot. So uh, from our from our hires, currently over 40% is now referred. So it's great. Very good. Uh, and uh, I think we put a lot of effort, effort in it. 
Um, the other channel which is really up and coming is uh, luckily is LinkedIn. So uh, so uh, that's a very strong channel. And then we have some paid channels that are also working out. But we paid a lot of learning money on uh, on paid channels because there's a lot a lot of money spent on advertisements. It never produced one single candidate. And when you are you now talking about job boards? Job boards, uh, advertisement, uh, online advertising, placement, anything we could. We tried everything basically. Oh, okay. And uh, and uh, before we kind of were able to shift out what what's, what what works and what doesn't. Work. Yeah. Uh, have you ever tried? Advertising jobs on Booking.com. If someone someone books a hotel and say, "Why don't you come and work for us?" No, because the ROI of that is really low. Right. And we are an ROI-driven company. So, yeah. uh, if you look at the ROI of a single employee, yeah, and then you have to compare that with uh, the, the, the the real estate on Booking.com is prime re- prime real estate. So, if you use uh, that to do uh, to do uh, ad- job adverse. Uh, that's a, that's just you know too expensive. Right. A, so we have to find other ways to to. We have millions of users booking every day. So uh, so you know having having them quote unquote distracted uh, because right. the, the the pond you're fishing is really small. Yeah. And the amount of consumers that come to our website where the just an ad is totally not relevant is very. Gotcha. I, tell me about this uh, this blog for for employees. Um, yeah. Well, we started the blog uh, three years ago because actually it, it kind of started as a as a fun project because we had some stuff that we uh, uh, open source, so we uh, we created some open source software that we released to the market, and, uh, and we wanted to blog about it, and uh, so we put up this blog, and very quickly it turned out that many of our candidates who were later hired read those blogs because they want to they really want to know uh, what our company is about. Uh, they want to see some snippets of our code uh, because good developers, you know, they can see the culture through through how the code is written, and um, uh, so they know what you are based on based on the blog. Uh, nowadays, we we try to publish one article a week, which is hard because you know you have to just dis- you have to distract the engineer and developer and designer yeah. to uh, to to write something up, and they're not professional writers, so it, it takes a little bit, bit of time. But it's well worth the investment because uh, it, it really it radiates this culture even before they've uh, they've they've even met you. So I think it's a, it's it's a great way to communicate with potential uh, potential candidates. And where does this blog sit? Is it? It's called blog.booking.com. Okay, and that's that's, so that's it. And there are three different types of blogs, I think. Yeah, there's also working at booking.com, which right. is uh, which is our uh, uh, recruitment portal, and uh, and. Uh, and there you find a lot of blogs on, uh, on uh, the rest of the company. So not just tech, but also customer service, finance, uh, marketing. So the whole range of jobs uh, that are there. And then we have uh, a, I believe it's a, a blog on Dribble, which is a more designer-focused uh, blog where we post and uh, all kinds of designs and we talk about design. Is it Dribble? Yes, Dribble.com. Not Dribble. No, okay. Dribble.com. Dribble.com, okay. Yeah. And uh, do you also have a hashtag, anything for culture or life at Booking? Yeah. Booking life? We've, for us, uh, the, one of our, also, our culture is to be a little bit humble. So, 
and we're torn between this one on the one side being very humble and and, and yeah we don't want to we're the elephant in the room that that's what we prefer mm. uh, we uh, we have a high work ethic but the, it's uh, only small uh, culture so we've never been that out but if you want to if you want to uh, reach us you can i think use the hashtag booking.com uh, 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 sorry uh, booking uh, uh, without the dot com just booking, hashtag yeah. booking. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag booking call. And uh, so you've uh, built a kick-ass company culture through different uh, ways and means. What's been the return on investment on this program? I think the return on investment is that we have a highly engaged workforce. Uh, engagement uh, is over is is is, is around eighty percent in uh, in technology, which is very high. Uh, uh, we want to push it up even higher. Um, and we believe that this engagement really drives a better product. Engaged customers are more in tune with what we need from our uh, from our employees. Uh, for, for, sorry, um, engaged em- engaged employees are more in tune with what our customers want. So it's critical that uh, that you have that high level of engagement. So the ROI is really an engagement of uh, of the employee. And you know we've grown uh, the company over the last seven years. Uh, in terms of uh, technology headcount, 20x. So when I started, we had uh, around 50 people, and now there's a thousand people in technology. And I think also I heard uh, that you reduced this spend on agency fees for yeah. recruiting. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of agency, and, and you know, I'm not a recruitment expert, but it's what what we saw was that you know, the recruiters were relying heavily on these agencies to bring candidates. They were not refu- uh, recruiting themselves anymore. They were really managing agencies. Mm. And, uh, and then myself and, uh, and uh, Jennifer Boulanger, the, uh, the global uh, recruitment manager, looked at, you know, you, so you have high cost uh, of, uh, of agency hires and you still need you know, a, a local pool of recruiters that manages these agencies. So we really said, okay, we want to limit the amount of agencies as much as possible. Not so much from a cost perspective, but also from a, from a cultural perspective. They bring in slightly different cultural people. Uh, just a few of the agencies really understood what we needed. But if you have local recruiters in the teams themselves, and we have uh, the, the technology recruitment sits in technology, it's on my budget, I hire them. Um, that that really they're, they're much more in tune with our culture and, our, and and how we work, and so we did we, we didn't need those agencies anymore. Now there's still room for agencies. It's not that we uh, that we totally don't have agencies. However, for the mainstream jobs, developer, designer, uh, data scientists, uh, uh, front end developers, uh, we tend to use our own recruiters as much as possible. Good, good. And uh, what are some of the lessons that other companies um, that want to emulate your success, what, what can they learn? What are some of the mistakes they should avoid? Well, the mistake that they avoid is have a phone interview before you invite people. <laughs> That's okay. the obvious mistake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, um, but really, define A, define your culture very clearly. So what, what is it that you want to radiate out? Because in these, you know, talent these days... You know, we, you can hire talent, but talent also chooses you, and they chose you, and they choose you based on uh, based on the company culture, not so much on the pay, because the pay is pretty pretty much the same everywhere, or relatively the same everywhere. So, uh, so define that culture, make it very clear what you're about, make it very clear how you do work, 
uh, and then, then, then people can, can choose themselves if they fit into that culture. Uh, so, for, for instance, not everybody fits at Booking.com, uh, and that is fine, that's totally fine. There are, sure. there are people that don't like to work with us, uh, and, uh, and, and we accept that. Because you know, there's no cultural fit, and if there's no cultural fit, it's, it's from both ends. It, it, it will not work. Uh, so that's that's the main thing that I would say uh, is important. And there's a whole list of other things that, uh, for instance, you know, take care of the of the partners. If you if you relocate so many people, uh, we relocate about 80% of all our hires mm -hmm. to the Netherlands because most of these uh, these hires are not in the Netherlands. Um, uh, you need to take care of their families, their rabbits, uh, their children. Uh, you need to pay tuition for school, etc., etc., etc. So uh, uh, you need to do a lot to make these people feel at home. Uh, and so don't only take care of the employee, take, uh, also uh, take care of the partner, making sure that they feel also at home in in Amsterdam in this case, but in, in the country where you're hired. Yeah, great. Um, what companies inspire you in terms of employer branding and recruitment attraction? I think um, uh, Google for a long time has inspired us a lot in how we uh, how we hire, how we uh, uh, and how we uh, how we recruit. Uh, we learned a lot from them from talking to them at recruitment conferences like uh, here here at LinkedIn uh, Talent Connect, um, and we really. Uh, uh, what we got from them really is a you know, pure data-driven approach to recruitment and, uh, and you know, how many interviews you should do. Uh, all these things were good grounds for us to start testing for ourselves. So I think uh, so for, yeah, they, they, they were they're like five years ahead of us constantly. Yeah. I keep saying that for the last seven years. But also in recruitment they were, were, were uh, quite a bit ahead of us. And it's, so we, we look at them for, for the future of recruiting. And what so if we do look at the future? What do you think uh, will happen in the next few years? Well, you know, what are the next big big things? Well, I think the the market is changing rapidly. So uh, the biggest thing that is currently going on that will, will go on for a long time is that the world is, is going mobile. Yeah. Um, so travel is going mobile. Um, we used to be a website. It was simple. You know, it's uh, just a, a website you booked. Uh, we. We send you confirmation two weeks later uh, after you stayed. You get a, a review invitation. You fill out the review, and that was it. We can now travel with uh, our, our customers to these destinations. We can excite them uh, with uh, with new feature functionalities like guides, personalized guides, uh, personalized travel plans, uh, things like uh, eat like a local. Um, yeah, because we, we have all these offices around the world, so we can really excite the customer uh, with new feature functionality to, to basically uh, to give them more trip for their money. Uh, so, and there's a lot of innovation that still needs to happen in the years to come uh, to make that a frictionless experience yeah. for our customers. So, uh, in terms of growth, I think the future is uh, is uh, is bright and. and I think uh, we see travel growing as an industry, so that's uh, that's really uh, that's really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if if I book a, a trip, why would I book with Booking.com and not Hotels.com or Expedia.com? What what's right. the as a consumer, what's the benefit? Well, we are truly global brands. 
so uh, we uh, we will support you in, in your in your own language. Um, we will make sure that there's always somebody available for you to help you out. You know, if it's in the middle of the night and you're, you're in Shanghai and, you, and, you, and you've lost your way, we'll make sure that we get a cab for you and get you back on your feet. Sounds good. So, uh, putting the one of our cultural um, uh, statements is also uh, put the customer at the center of everything we do, and and you know we've got your back uh, when you travel. So if anything goes wrong. If uh, if uh, if anything happens that, that you, know, you didn't expect and influences your travel in a negative way, call us and we'll try to resolve it for you. And uh, and and so it's it's more like a security policy that we always uh, will uh, will make sure that your your trip is safe with us. But that's the uh, and that's ingrained in the in the whole culture how we build systems, how we build processes for uh, customer care. It's, it's ingrained in everybody at, at Booking.com, and that's why culture is so important. Yeah, yeah. It's not just you know for your for your tech uh, community; it's, it's for the for the whole company because you want to radiate this out to your customers, your partners, and your employees. Sold. Do you have a special discount code for all our listeners? <laughs> no, book often, <laughs> and we'll make you loyal. Okay. Uh, how can people learn more about uh, Booking.com, your, your, your recruitment, um, yeah. uh, and how can connect with yourself? Well, uh, you can always uh, shoot me an email on brendan.banker.com, uh, or uh, you can go to our website, booking.com. Uh, our blog, you can reach at blog.booking.com, which is uh, really a tech blog. Um, the, uh, uh, and if you're interested in a job, we have about 400 plus jobs open right now. Uh, go to working at booking.com. Yeah, absolutely. If, if you feel like moving to Amsterdam, this is the place to go. Absolutely, absolutely. But don't forget, we have 180 offices around the world. Oh, right, okay. And uh, we have job openings in almost every city that we have offices in. Fair enough. Thank you very much for your time today. Bro. You're very welcome. Right, so have you got any nice upcoming trips? How about Amsterdam, the Venice of the North, as they say? Honestly, I don't really know what sites I use to book holidays or trips or hotel rooms. I just go and do some research on Google and I end up on a site and I book it there. But I'm sure all the sites that referred me to that site where I did sign up or where I did make my booking, they all get a nice referral fee or a kickback. But from now on, I promise Brendan that I will be consulting Booking.com as a priority. Now, what do you use to book travel? Let us know on the hashtag SMKnowHow or just tweet us at LinkHumans. We're dying to know how you book and also where you're traveling to. And that's it. This is Jorgen signing off from LinkHumans Towers and I will catch you next time. Goedemiddag en welkom... Hello, Sophie. Hi, Jorgen. How are you? I'm great, thanks. How are you? Great. What have you got to uh, tell us today? Well, if you're... Um, oh. Hi, Sophie. How are you? Hi, Jorgen. I'm great, thanks. What have you got to uh, report today? Well, if you're interested in fashion beauty... I'm never going to get this...